My name is Cassie and I'm the founder of Fatco, where we use these guys to make this stuff. Let me explain. At Fatco, we specialize in making natural and organic skin and body care products, many of which contain tallow. It's nutrient dense and healing. It's extremely high in vitamins A, D, K, and E, all super important for skin health. It's natural, it's healthy, and it's sustainable. People are saying, oh yeah, when you're finals MVP, you are not the best player on the planet. To me, that makes no sense whatsoever. I don't care if it's a week, two, four, six, seven, eight. Who do we appreciate? LeBron James. That's who y'all gotta start, start appreciating. And you gotta stop disrespecting this man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Prideful Takes podcast it is your boy pride the ugliest motherfucker on the internet and we have a lot in store for you guys Colin Kaepernick is he coming back he has the opportunity let's see how how well it bodes him and the Brooklyn Nets do not have any reason right now to give Kyrie Irving an extension how Rosario says Celtics in seven. Bro, you accidentally left a typo. You meant six. Uh, we chilling. We vibing. We don't care. We we sweeping Golden State. I Maybe I'm going a little too far. I think I went too far. I went way too far, but I got to commit. But before we get into anything, it's been a while since we spoke about wrestling. And one of the hottest topics in all the land in terms of wrestling they were supposed to be part of a six-pack challenge to determine Bianca Belair's number one contender. And that upset Sasha Banks, which according to rumors, she then, quote, manipulated Naomi into following her lead. But they walked into John Laurinaitis' office, put the belts down, and walked away. They took a sabbatical. On Friday on SmackDown... Right before the unification match between um, RK Bro and the Usos, they had Michael Cole issue a statement. I've never seen Michael Cole look so uncomfortable before. He went forward though like a champ, saying how they let everybody down it's a shame. They're disappointed. They should have known better. All this stuff. Basically, they're giving him the stone cold. They're giving Sasha Banks and Naomi the stone cold treatment when he took his ball and went home. And there was a smear campaign going on. Now here's a question. Is WWE making a mistake by jumping the gun and, in essence, addressing this on their live broadcast the way they did are they making a mistake are they jumping the gun well some people do believe believe that that's what they're doing and the reason being is because the vibe and the notion going around is that this is basically just WWE pushing these two stars deliberately into the arms of Tony Khan now, me personally, I I like Sasha Banks. 
I like Naomi. I think Naomi's basically been super underutilized her entire career. Not even gonna lie. But here's the concern I have. My problem, my concern comes down to one thing and one thing only. Are you going to be willing to bring them back? If you're not, do whatever you want. Slander their names. No, say how they suck. Do whatever you want. But again, to do this in a women's division that is struggling, I think is the nicest way I could possibly say it because they have talent. The problem is WWE doesn't know what to do with the women's division. And AP, you hit it right on the head. WWE is making the women's division a joke. They kind of are. They really are. And and, 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 and they're trying to do it. They're trying. So you can't, you can't, <clears throat> you can't tell me that all oh, this was an accident. You can't, you can't tell me any of that stuff. You just, you simply just cannot. My only problem with, the, with the, this is what I would have done if I was WWE. First of all, keep your mouth shut. Don't bring it up. They should not have brought that up. On a SmackDown Live right before, right before you're wrapping up an angle that has been your hottest angle for months. For you to do that is ridiculous. I'm going to put it to you this way. You know that, you know something that's being said during the broadcast you know it's bad. You know it's horrible. You know it's awkward when Pat McAfee doesn't make a little joke. He doesn't have a little zinger. Because I don't know if anyone has noticed it. But every single time, no matter what it is, whether it's a sponsor, whether it's a storyline, whether Michael Cole has fed something, he'll say something and Pat McAfee has a nice little zinger. This was the first time Pat McAfee didn't. Pat McAfee was just like, just whatever you do, Michael, do not swing it over to me. Do not swing it over to me. Do not swing it over to me. Pure awkwardness. Pure awkwardness. I think right now they're making a mistake in how they're handling it. Um, now if Sasha Banks and Naomi were upset with how they were being booked, you know, teach their own, but I will say this for them to jump the gun like this, that's, that's something that's very concerning because them jumping the gun like this makes it feel, makes it feel like, makes it seem like that they didn't want them. <clears throat> Which is a shame because considering how bad, especially, especially how weak the women's tag team division is, where you'll be a tag team for a couple weeks, then you guys break up. You don't believe me? Go look at Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. Which I thought they were going to be a long-term thing, but 
that ended up happening. Or the best spot, like the best way they make teams, they just randomly throw them in a championship contender match like they did with Natalia and Shayna Baszler. You don't even see them. They just, poof, all of a sudden, oh, yeah, I guess we're cool now. WWE, you got to get it together, man. They got to get it together. I understand that, you know, how how Sasha Banks and Naomi handle it was not professional. I get that. But as the company, you need to remain professional above all. And you cannot go down this weird, awkward road. Because imagine how dumb the company's going to look when they end up having to pay both Sasha and Naomi twice, twice over. They're going to have to double their salary to bring them back. Only put Naomi back on the side. On the sideline, and Naomi won't care why, because she's making a badonk donk zillion dollars to do absolutely nothing. Shot themselves in the foot. They really did. Completely dumb. 100%. Um, AP says, if WWE was smart, they would have had Naomi join the bloodline and let, and let her win the belt, so bloodline would be the greatest family in WWE. I mean, I wouldn't even be mad. <clears throat> Excuse me. I wouldn't even be mad. I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad about it. I think that's that's unique. I think it's interesting. Um, by the way, Yuki says, um, thoughts on Javon Kinlaw getting into a verbal competition with Grant Cohn? Um, I understand his uh, why he was upset, and when I say why, I'm referring to Kinlaw. I get why he's upset. He just needs to be careful how he says it, and this is what I mean by it. So obviously, Kinlaw, his problem with Cone was just how Cone has been, in essence, reporting, um, how he's been reporting the Niners. He basically feels as if. The way he reports them is disrespectful. So this is what this man said. And I'm referring to Kinlaw. Quote, stop playing with me. I don't fucking play like that. You don't fucking know me. I'm not the one. My whole family knows what you look like. The reason why I think that's a problem I need someone to do me a favor. Whenever you guys have a moment, I want you guys to Google Grant Cole. Google him, please. After you Google him, I want you to go to Google Images. Look at his face. After you look at his face, you'll know what I mean by what I'm about to say. I promise you this dude, this dude, Grant Cole, I promise you he feels threatened. I promise you. I promise you he doesn't feel safe. I promise you. If he hasn't already said it, he's going to say he threatened me. I no longer feel safe. I I understand where Kinlaw's coming from, but bro, you gotta be careful, bro. You gotta be careful because once, especially that last part, my whole family knows how you look like. 
excuse me, that's that's where it's it's iffy. That's where it's iffy, bro. By the way, Yuki says, uh, I sound raspy. AP asked me if I'm good. I am still sick. At this point, I'm just convinced I'm going to be sick for the rest of my life. Frankie, what it do, baby? Yeah, the Patriots jersey with my number. And then, I don't know. Can I show you? Hold on. Ah. Are you going to see it? Yeah. That's the custom one. It's got pride on the back. Let's get it. <clears throat> but, yeah, man, look. Cone. Grant Cone, I'm, I'm telling y'all, man. Just, just, all you got to do, look up the dude, man. Go to Google Images, Grant Cone, and you'll see what I mean. I promise you the dude feels threatened. I promise you. He's either, he either already said it or he's going to come out and say, I, 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 when he said his family knows how I look like, that's a threat. I promise you. I promise you. I might be trying to be funny when I say that. I'm really not. Really not. But Colin Kaepernick uh, is getting a workout with the Las Vegas Raiders. And a lot of people are getting excited. This brings up, is there a legitimate chance that he will get signed? So first and foremost, let me just get this out the way. I hope he can get signed. I hope. I hope. Now, will he? What difference is it going to make? I don't mean that in a mean way, but the last time Colin Kaepernick played in the NFL, the last time was in 2016. I don't know. I don't know if there's any way you can sell this to me. There's, I don't think there's any way you can pitch this to me. Where a guy who last played in 2016 can come back in 2022 and take the job from Derek Carr, who is one of, and I don't care what anybody says, I will fight you for this, who is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. I don't, I, I, I don't know if that's, the way this is going to go. What I think was probably going to end up happening. And if I believe this is the consensus. <coughs> Excuse me. I believe people are going to. Um, there's going to be a, a movement for him again. I believe the Raiders will sign him. And the Raiders will in essence basically have him be their starting quarterback. For the. For the preseason. I think they'll probably have. They'll have Derek Carr maybe go out there for like a series or two just so that way he's good. And then they'll have Colin Kaepernick go out there and he'll basically play the majority of the time. Then after that, they'll see him and then they'll sit down with him and say, all right, look, you had a, you had a feel for everything. You know, you, uh, you know, how are you feeling? This are good, you know, everything. Then it's going to be the ultimate decision. Look, Colin, we do want to. We do want you on the team. We feel like you could bring some type of leadership. Of course, you're not starting over Derek Carr. Th th let's just. That's gonna. That's the first thing that's gonna come out of them. You're not starting over Derek Carr. You're not. You're. 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 You're just not. Are you willing to be a backup? Yes. Okay. 
now now we're able to go somewhere. That's the only way at this point Colin Kaepernick can truly get into the league, period. He's going to have to be a backup. Because why else would he, like, like, what, of all the other teams, let's think. I mean, the Bengals, they got Joe Burrow, so they're good. Chargers, they got uh, um, they got uh, 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 Herbert. So, th- so now there's two. Never mind the Bills. That's Allen. Like, a lot of these guys already have youngsters at the helm. And even if they're not necessarily young, their guys are comfortable with, for instance, the Rams. Matthew Stafford isn't young, but you can still get probably about four or five more years out of him. And at least he's been playing the, his enti- this entire time. So you got you 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 have all this stuff where and again look I love Colin Kaepernick I do I like him I, I I think right now I don't want anybody telling me about oh he's not like he helped lead his team to a Super Bowl a run dominated team okay like that was a run first team that San Francisco 49ers squad. When they need him throw, he could throw. Now I'm not saying that Colin Kaepernick is like a top, a, a top three quarterback. No, but he was an upper half quarterback when he played. Unfortunately, you've been gone for a while, and while you've been gone, not only has the game evolved, but we have quarterbacks who have evolved. Colin Kaepernick at the time when he was doing this whole dual threat stuff, that was before it was very popular. Now, being dual threat is almost a necessity. It's almost a necessity. The days of you being a dual dual threat quarterback and you being looked at as revolutionary or special those days are gone. Those days are gone. Like, at this point, when you have all these other guys who run faster, who throw who throw the ball further, who can throw the ball with more accuracy, you have guys doing all this stuff, and they're younger. Colin Kaepernick, you're fighting an uphill battle, man. An uphill battle, you're not going to win. <clears throat> there was a poll that uh, GMs did that they, they basically went to author uh, team and they asked him, we're not going to tell you the names of these guys. We're just going to give you like uh, an example, right? Would you rather have a 32-year-old quarterback who who, yeah, you know, got some, you know, he's he's at his peak, but you probably only have him for about four more years. Would you rather go with that guy or go get the 22-year-old who you know nothing about 
and try to mold him into what best fits your offense. Over half of them said they'll take the 22-year-olds. Yuki says, I find it weird that Colin Kaepernick, who was basically blackballed by the NFL um, and decided to come back, make it make sense. Look, man, I'm going to tell you this right now. The reason why he probably kept fighting, <clears throat> it's probably an ego thing. Look, you tell me I can't do something, I promise you I'll do it. You tell me, you tell me I can't fly. I'll fly me a tall building. I'll keep jumping. You tell me I can't breathe underwater. I'll slip my neck with and get some homemade gills and let's figure it out. You tell me I can't do complicated math equations. E equals MC squared means nothing to me. I, that's probably what it was. That's probably what it was. That's how it is, man. When you tell somebody they can't do something, nine times out of ten, they will go, LOL, I'll keep going. You know? I do think there's a legitimate chance that the Raiders sign him. <clears throat> but the, the ceiling he got, it's just a backup. The only real action I could see him getting in the regular season if he, if he gets signed with the Raiders is either A, Derek Carr gets hurt, or B, the last game of the season means nothing, and they're going to sit Derek Carr to be, to be, you know, to be on the safe side. It's unfortunate, but, but and, and, and it hurts to say, but Colin, unfortunately, there's better options. There's better options. Most of the teams out there, already have their guy. Not only do they already have their guy, but then the few teams that don't are like the Miami Dolphins and the Eagles of the world where they got the guy for a year and now they're going to go, they're going to let the, the reins off and they're going to see if they really got him. And let's say they're not. Well, again, what's hurting you is the fact that like, you got other guys like Jimmy Garoppolo and Baker Mayfield who are eventually going to be made available. They're going to be eventually made available. It's an unfortunate situation, man. Just know you're not going to start. Yuki says if they put Colin Kaepernick in against my 49ers, we finna put him in the ground. <coughs> I don't know about that one, Chief. I don't know about that one, but my hatred of the 49ers is well documented. Final topic of the day. This is one that is weird. Everyone on Twitter is like shocked and surprised. And I'm like, huh? Why are you concerned about this? The Brooklyn Nets are unwilling to offer Kyrie Irving a long-term extension due to his injury history and, this is my favorite one, unpredictability. God, I love this country. Meanwhile, while all this is going on, they were trying to get in touch with Kevin Durant to speak to him about this. And ever since the game, um, they lost the first round of the players to the Boston Celtics. Kevin Durant has not spoken to anybody in the Brooklyn Nets organization. 
By the way, he says, I can't, I don't know why you hate my team. It's just Yuki, I hate him just because you're a fan. I don't really hate the 49ers. I promise. I don't really hate them. But Kevin Durant has not spoken to anybody in the Brooklyn Nets organization. I just want to address that real quick because some people are like, oh my God, that's a problem. Here's my thing. Is it really a problem? The guy is basically on vacation. Why should he be talking to the Brooklyn Nets right now? Right now. Talking about right now. Just a thought. Just throwing it out there. The guy's on vacation. He's set. My guy chilling right now. So just a thought before anyone says, oh, God, oh, God, Katie's not talking to them. He's going to leave. Before you get there, just remember, he's on vacation. He's chilling. Back to Kyrie Irving. <coughs> Excuse me. The Nets clearly are unwilling to give him uh, the extension that he wants. Um, they are... Kyrie Irving has a player option he can opt into. Um, he basically has about a month to decide whether or not he's going to do it. Um, if he passes that month without doing it, then it's basically an opt-out. Um, now, here's the thing. Because this is kind of the funny part about it. The problem right now is that Let's say Kyrie Irving opts out, right? He becomes an unrestricted free agent. Be unrestricted free agent. Now, if he if he becomes like that, now the question is, what do they what do they do with Kevin Durant, right? Because again, Kevin Durant has showed you by himself he can go, he can be able to. Take your to take your team pretty far. Show you that. However, you shouldn't have to rely on him playing 45 minutes in a 40-minute game. If there's a game and every and and it is, and there are 50 minutes in that game, you should not expect your best player to play 55 minutes somehow for you to get the win. So they're going to need to make moves. They're going to have to do something. They're going to have to. Now, for Brooklyn, it puts them in a weird situation because if he opts in, all they're really doing is pushing this extension up up until next year. So I know I said that a weird way, but basically instead of dealing with the extension this year, they're going to have to deal with it next year. And next year, there's no opt-in. So... Kyrie Irving can literally just be like, all right, look, I just took it. I just took essential. I opted in this final year. Now, now you guys are still kind of confused or whatever the case may be. Um, because again, the two reasons that they're that they don't want to give to him is his injury history and his unpredictability. Now, the injury history can't really change, unfortunately. Now, the unpredictability, you can. If he so chooses. Now, for Brooklyn, though, 
what what would happen if Kyrie Irving opts out? Well, if he opts out, you're now in this awkward situation where you need to find out how you can go and get this kid. Well, I can't call Katie a kid no more because you know he's now a vet, but to get KD some backup, some help, get him a number two. If I'm Brooklyn, I sign Kyrie Irving to an extension and immediately trick him for Damian Lillard, maybe a Donovan Mitchell type of situation, something like that where you can get a solid guard that you can pair with Kevin Durant. Now, whether or not Brooklyn will do that remains to be seen. What does this mean for Kyrie Irving? This is, listen, this is the first time that somebody, that an organization has now looked at Kyrie and said, you can play, but do I really want you? This is the first time that happened. I believe right now Kyrie Irving is in a situation where, and my and by the way, Kyrie Irving still has plenty of time on the clock in terms of playing basketball. Right? He's not, like, like he's he's not even 30. Right? Like he's been in the league about 10 years. So it's interesting how before he's even in his like, well, yeah, no, we could say he's in his prime, right? Smack in his prime. It's interesting to see how now, like, he's in his prime. Again, he's not even washed. He's not like Russell Westbrook. He's not like James Harden. He's not like how Dwayne Wade was looking towards the end of his career. It's not like there's that decline. Right? In terms of points per game, he tied his career high. Now, granted, that doesn't really mean much considering that he didn't even play 30 games, but the point remains, Kyrie Irving can still play. And I don't think anybody is questioning that. I think for Kyrie, what people are questioning is, are you here with us mentally and physically? And if Brooklyn's not going to give you that, that extension, Kyrie, there's not other teams that are going to give you that extension, that same extension, that same contract that you want. Not many are going to give that to you unless you can give a guarantee that I'm a, I got to get it together. If I'm Kyrie, this is what I do. I opt in and this next and this upcoming year, I play every game of I can play every game available. Look, you you're going to miss games. You're going to get hurt. That's just, unfortunately, when you start getting injured, you don't get healthy. That's just, that's just the unfortunate reality of the situation. So you're probably going to get hurt, and you're probably going to miss some games. But if they're for injury, at the bare minimum, you can say, all right, look, yeah, I played, uh, I, only played I played 65 games, right? Now, me only playing 65 games, those were because of injuries. And with you guys letting me load manage a little bit, it's not like I disappeared off the face of the planet and nobody could find me. If I'm Kyrie Irving, I opt in this year 
And I basically am on, I'm on my best behavior. I'm on my P's and Q's. Cross all my T's, dot all my I's, and I behave the best, the best way imaginable. I do all that with the hopes that my image can be a little more clean. So next year, or the year after next, when I'm a unrestricted free agent, I can go to Brooklyn and say, all right, look, man, I got it together. Or at the bare minimum, I can look at you guys and say, hey, look, I get it. I did some dumb stuff, but I'm trying to do better. Look at this past year. I opted in. I brought my bucket to work. I did my thing. And that's it. So, thank God I don't, the Celtics don't got to deal with this career being issue. I'm so glad. I'm glad we were we 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 did that experiment. We moved on. Oh my god. Imagine if we resigned him. Oh my god. Oh man. But ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Prideful Takes Podcast. Appreciate you guys being here. Follow us on Twitter at Prideful Takes. If there's any news you guys want us to talk about, feel free to tag us in it. Catch us on Facebook at Prideful Takes. And if you don't have a Facebook, we are also on YouTube at Prideful Takes. We go live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Visit our website, www.pridefultakes.com. Not only is every episode of the podcast up, but we also have original articles. Check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, the Prideful Takes Podcast. If you have an iPhone, just say, hey, Siri, play the Prideful Takes Podcast. She'll take care of the rest. And as always, Go to www.fatco.com. Use discount code PRIDEFULTAKES. Get 15% off for all your organic skin care needs. Appreciate you guys spending some time with me. It is your boy Pride. I'll be back here on Friday to talk more sports. Until then, y'all know what to do. Be safe. Knew where that was going. That was a great read. Lillard from the logo. That'll quiet the two on the season. Second and one for the Bills. The handle the rush. Allen looking. It's down. To Shohei Otani. Center field. Let's watch it go. Did several of those inside low kicks.